the good news is while we don't have to work to earn our relationship with God in order to grow deeper with him, uh, it takes planning and work and intentionality. When you think about Greek life, Christian faith might be the absolute last thing that comes to mind. But we not only believe that it's possible to be Greek and Christian, but also that it's the best way to experience Greek life and grow your faith. We have real, honest conversations about how to approach Greek life from a Christian perspective, including things like recruiting and pledging, drinking and drugs, sex and dating, leadership and philanthropy, and much more. This podcast is by Greeks and for Greeks. Our hosts and guests are all members of fraternities and sororities who collectively have decades worth of experience living out their faith in Greek life. Welcome to the Greek and Christian Podcast. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Greek and Christian Podcast. Uh, I am Allison, your host. I'm a Pi Phi alum. And this is the last episode in our season. Uh, so if you've been following along, uh, this season is called Relationship with God. And we just thought, you know what, we need to get to the basics. We need to really get into the nitty gritty of what does it really look like to follow God in the midst of your Greek experience and your college experience? How do we actually make the space to spend time with God? And when we do make the space, what do we do with that space? So all season long, if you've been following along, we've been talking about um, how to study the Bible, how to pray, um, where does community fit in with this? Um, what about our lifestyle choices um, and uh, several other practices that we've mentioned? So definitely go back and listen to that. Uh, today, we're going to talk about now that we have the tools and the mindset for growing in our relationship with God, like how do we keep putting it into practice? How do we keep moving forward? How do we take everything that we've learned and you know, turn it into the sustainable practice or routine or rhythm for the long haul, especially with summer break right around the corner, right? Uh, we want summer to be a time where we really grow in our faith, um, not a time where we just totally fall off um, in our relationship with God. So to help me out this week, I've got a regular guest. He's been a regular guest on the podcast in the past, and he is returning to share his thoughts. Uh, so our guest today is Dusty Harrison. He's an Alpha Tau Omega alum uh, from UNC in Chapel Hill. And he's joined us on the podcast back in season three to share his thoughts about racism in the Greek system. Super good episode. Um, and then he also joined us in season two. Season two was a special season um, because it dropped during COVID. And so uh, Dusty joined me to talk about, well, how do we deal with this weird season of COVID? Even though we are back on campus, it's still really well worth a listen, um, that whole season, because we talk about uncertainty. How do you deal with stuff when things don't go your way um, or when you lose control? So anyway, I'm going to bring Dusty on now. Hey, Dusty. Hey, Allison. Good to be that with you. Thanks for having me back. Yes, super glad you're here. Um, you'll see his promo on TikTok and Instagram, uh, but he's in his, you call it a shawfis, is that right? How, what does that mean, shawfis? The shawfis. It's my he shed, Allison. Your the shed, shed office. Oh, yep, sweet. Yep. I know she sheds are a thing, right? Are they? So a it's thing? like literally in your backyard? It is. It is. I love here that Here in you. South Carolina, yeah, it's literally a shed that we actually ride around 
here a little bit before COVID time and then it worked out, but turned into an office. So yeah, it's been good. Here we are. Love it. So glamorous. Um, well, in addition, <laughs> you know me, I do. I do. And we'll get into that a little bit more. <laughs> um, but in addition to Dusty being a repeat guest on the podcast and a longtime ATO, I also like to think of Dusty as the Greek IV dad. Uh, so Dusty exudes this like gentle wisdom about him uh, that I associate with really good dads. Um, and I would, you know, I, I would call him the Greek IV grandpa because he has a lot of like grandpa test uh, tendencies. He's be a little crusty. Sometimes we call him crusty instead of dusty. Come um, on now. <laughs> But Dusty and I are like the same age, so I don't know if I can really get away with calling him uh, the Greek IV grandpa. <laughs> yeah, let's um, don't forget that. No. Uh, same age. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but also, I mean, another thing that makes him really own the title of Greek IV dad is that he is very, very proud of his collection of dad jokes and won't hesitate to tell you a dad joke, whether you really want to hear one or not. Um, but Dusty, I'd love to, you know, I would like to invite you to share uh, one of your latest dad jokes with us today. Thank you, Allison. I thought my dad jokes were going to be the reason that you never asked me back. But uh, <laughs> here we are. I have to say, I, I don't know that I can fully, I am a proud dad of three kids, but don't know that I can claim the uh, the title of Greek IV dad. I might have to still go to Brian Mann, our national director, who mm. has me by a few years. But uh, thanks for the thought. Um, tell you what, I figured a dad joke might be a little too predictable this oh. time around. So let's mix it up. How about a dad riddle? Ooh, yes. Love it. This is great. We do that. Yes. So here's what we do. I'll give you a riddle. If you've heard it and you Ooh. know it, maybe don't spoil it. What okay. if we waited waited till the end of the episode? Okay. And we'll give you the answer then. And then maybe people have to either listen to the whole thing or fast forward to get there. How about that? That sounds great. I love it. All right. So bringing back one of my favorites. Here it is, Allison. Listen carefully. Okay. There were 30 cows and 28 chickens. How many didn't? There were 30 cows and 28 chickens. How many didn't? How many didn't? Did not. I have not heard this one before. I know it's going to be something like, ooh, uh, when I hear the answer. <laughs> so, yes, we will save that till the end. I look forward to it. <laughs> You're going to be able to continue on without knowing the answer? Can we do this? Oh, I'm going to try, but I, I think I can do it. I think I can. Right. Uh, I think I can be patient. <laughs> All right. Let's well, do it. I know you said our national director could claim the title of 3KB dad, but to me, like I said, that gentle, wise, uh, you know, presence about you. I think uh, Greek IV dad, gentle, wise presence. So in that vein of being the Greek IV dad, gentle and wise, I knew that Dusty would be a great guest to help us take what we've learned this season and apply it to our lives for the long haul. And Dusty, I've actually heard you talk about kind of having a spiritual plan before that that's something you regularly have as part of your relationship with God. Um, and so can you explain that a little bit more to us? Yeah. Yeah, I will try. Um, yeah. First of all, I have to say, I mean, the, the concept of having a spiritual plan in general is definitely not my idea. I am not that smart or creative or original. Um, but yeah. I mean, for the record, 
having a spiritual plan is it's a biblical thing. Uh, it's, um, we see it in passages of scripture, examples in scripture, this idea of pursuing plans uh, to intentionally seek God mm. uh, and to grow in our relationship with him. So uh, for me, one of my favorite uh, passages is it's actually my confirmation um, scripture from back in the day, but it's first Timothy chapter four, verses seven and eight. It says, train yourself to be godly for while physical training is of some value, godliness has value for all things, both in the present life and the life yet to come. So I think that among other passages shows us that the idea of having a plan and training in our relationship with God, uh, it's an important thing to do. Um, so it's biblical. I think we can trace it back to, to some of like the, the desert fathers, if you're familiar, the monastic community. So let me say I'm no monk. Um, but, you know, having been on staff for a while with Greek IV, uh, having different kind of staff and spiritual development opportunities, I've been encouraged in different settings to think about beyond just the regular quiet time, uh, time in scripture and prayer. What would it look like to have a whole life plan? where the intent is to train and to intentionally uh, think about seeking and growing in relationship with the Lord. So, um, yeah, that's some of the value of it and some of yeah. my experience. That's good. I like what you said kind of towards the end there about, um, you know, not just this daily quiet time, but this whole life plan, um, kind of the, this idea of a spiritual plan, or sometimes people call it a rule for life. If you right. want the super spiritual term, right. <laughs> Um, but it helps us to kind of zoom out. And, you know, when I've done this for myself, there are some things, some ways that I connect with God on a daily basis and some ways that I might do just once a week, you know, like attend a weekly worship service or some things I might do once a month or once a year. For example, going to Greek conference, hint, hint, could be part of your right. spiritual plan for the year. Um, so that's shameless a plug. I know, right? I will always give a shameless plug. Uh, That's right. Greek conference, the best conference of the year. <laughs> um, but anyway, I mean, it's been helpful um, in that respect for my life because it does help me um, to see, okay, not only what do I want out of my daily relationship with God, but who is the person I want to become in Christ uh, down the road years from now? Um, so how do you go about creating a spiritual plan? Like if a Greek were to come up to you and ask that, like, do you have any best practices or ways of getting started? Yeah, great question. Um, and I'll say too, for anyone who might be hearing us even start to talk about this and it's like, well, I haven't a plan training in my relationship with God. Like that sounds a lot like work. And, you know, maybe some are thinking relationships don't take work. I, I would say anybody who says that hasn't been married before, right? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> marriage takes work. Friendships take work. Okay. Any relationship takes work. Um, so I think, yeah, just kind of throwing that in there too, that the good news is while we don't have to work to earn our relationship with God in order to grow deeper with him, uh, it takes planning and work and intentionality. So yeah, great question about like, where do I even start? Um, You've heard it before. It's a bad thing to say, I guess. So I'll just embrace, like, how do you yes. eat an elephant, right? One one bite at a time. I think that's such a weird thing to say, uh, but I guess it's true and relevant, maybe. A lot um, of dads point, are pretty weird. So, right? you know, yeah, that's a weird, I love that you're I embracing it. <laughs> yep. But you got to start somewhere, right? So yeah, your question, like, where do I start? Um, I would suggest like 
start with things that you're maybe already doing to pursue God, like what's working for you. And maybe especially things that you enjoy doing. I think that's important. Um, so yeah, we know daily, regular, quiet times, time in scripture and prayer. That's important. I think for me, practically, uh, I, I like being outside uh, as much as I can. So it's a practical logistical thing, but trying to find a comfortable spot, you know, sometimes the weather's getting nice here again in South Carolina in the spring. So uh, whether it's out in the yard or a local retreat center or um, just trying to be outside when you can, if you enjoy that for some, they're like, no, thanks. Um, yeah. But finding things like that, I'm, I'm old school. I'm a pen and paper guy. I've been into journaling a lot since college and it, I, I think I enjoy it. It's been helpful to me. So trying to make time to journal even just a little bit of things that I'm looking at in scripture or uh, write down prayers. And then Sabbath and like Sabbath and retreat days. Um, I used to think like, what am I going to do on a Sabbath or a retreat day? Does that mean I have to just like pray the whole time? Um, not that you can't and that you shouldn't, but it's like, okay, do things that you enjoy. If you you know, want more joy in your life, uh, kind of starting there and saying, what am I doing that I enjoy that's helping me to connect with God? Let's start there. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like how you're saying, no, think about what you're already doing, the things that are already helping you to pursue God. Um, and think about how you can make that into just this regular practice that keeps propelling you and helping you grow in your relationship with God. I think that's good. Cause sometimes I think, you know, we can get into this rut of like, oh, my spiritual life had to look, has to look like this, or, you right. know, this pastor of mine at my church or you know, this fraternity brother who's been leading the chapter ministry, like, I guess I have to do things exactly like them. And that's not true. Like God created us in such a diverse way, you know, we are wired differently. And so, and so I think it's important to note that, that we are, we are different and we need to think through how did God create me? And what is, how do I tap into the ways that God created me in order to keep growing in my relationship with him? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think we know that we're not going to enjoy necessarily every aspect of, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are some things. So I would say too start, start with things that you enjoy and then also ask the question, what are the things, whether I enjoy them or not, I know they're good for me. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And think about some ways to, to include some of those things too. It's like working out sometimes, right. Yeah. It's like, I don't always, always enjoy it, but I know it, mm-hmm. it's good for me. So making a decision in advance to, to prioritize some of those things. So totally. Um, I think that's yeah, a it's, good it's a mix. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really good. It's a mix of things, right, that you naturally enjoy, but then other things that you know are good for you. I like how you said that you know they're good for you, but maybe it's not what you naturally gravitate gravitate mm-hmm. toward. Um, well, we've got summer break coming, um, which I'm pumped about. Like, I am sick of the snowy weather, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I live in Utah, if you don't know, and we're on, like, I mean, we have had the most snow we've ever had in, like, 60 years. It's just insane. Is it still snowing there? Yes. It is literally snowing right now as I'm recording this podcast on Friday, April 21st. Wow. I know. It's like 80 degrees here. I hate it. But (laughs) anyway, I'm ready for summer. (laughs) Uh, But I think, and I remember this when I was in school, um, summer is often a time where I think we can feel a little bit disconnected from God. And I think some of the reason for that is that we just lose these familiar rhythms or foundations that we have from the school year. And so I think it it can be really easy for us to lose our rhythm of connecting with God. And so 
Dusty, what do you think are some ways that Greeks could stay connected with God this summer? Yeah, good question. I think you're right, Allison. I think working with students with Greek IV staff for a while, summer seems hit or miss for people. Some students may think, you know, I, I love going home for summer because I'm out of my routine and it actually helps me. But I do think for a lot, uh, it seems like getting out of the daily routine uh, that can also affect our relationship with God. So we have to be extra intentional, all the more reason to plan as it thinks about, you know, we think about how to connect with God. So I would say decide now, make the decision in advance that, you know, this is something that you need and hopefully you want to do is to prioritize growing in your relationship and then sit down and try to make a little bit of a plan, even experiment with a little bit, do what we're saying. Um, try some things, start with some things that maybe you're already doing in your rhythms at school uh, and that you enjoy, uh, but also try some new things, uh, maybe things that you might enjoy more or uh, that might be out of the comfort zones uh, and try to come up with a plan, make the decision in advance. It's kind of like, again, working out. Um, if we just, even with good intentions, if I go to bed, like last night, I was going to get up and work out and play basketball early this morning. If I went to bed last night and let's just, and I said, we'll see how I feel in the morning. Um, well, I can tell you when I wake up, I may not feel like it, right? But having made the decision in advance, set my alarm, made a plan, uh, that helped me to stick with it when it came. So I think that's the best place to mm. just make the decision, maybe take a little bit of time. I, I would say if students would take the time to do this or if anyone would, especially kind of working on a, a college schedule, take a day, take even a morning or an afternoon. And before you start looking ahead, I would encourage you to look back on the semester, on the year. Uh, there's kind of spiritual disciplines for this. It's one that I've taken on that I didn't always necessarily enjoy, but I know it's good for me. It's like the prayer of examine. Mm -hmm. uh, so just really thinking back on how we've experienced God over the course of a day or a week or a month or a semester. So take some time to do that, to think back on the past semester, the past year and how you've experienced God, what's been good. What have the highs been? What are the lows and the ways where it's been harder to experience God? So do that and allow that to shape your plan for the summer. Mm -hmm. um, think about frequency. What are the things you want to try daily? Like you were saying earlier, Allison, um, things weekly, monthly, you know, once or twice during the summer and then think holistically. I think that's the other thing. So yes, uh, sit down and get in scripture and read and pray. But I think, think about, uh, our church staff calls it the, the four gauges. Um, so think it kind of goes back to the scripture, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So what are the things, you know, physically are good for you mentally for your mental health uh, that you need to do? Maybe it's getting outside. Maybe it's kind of a social media fast whatever, some reading spiritually. Uh, so prayer and quiet times and reading books and relationally, what are the relationships that you want to keep up? Be it friends from your chapter, friends in Greek IV, even if you're going to be apart, that's the beauty of where we are now is we can connect kind of wherever we are like this. So I think all of those things, frequency, I know that's a lot, but yeah, I think take some time to retreat, uh, reflect back on the semester, allow that to shape a plan and and think about some of those different elements. 
That's really good. And we actually, um, I've got a handout. I think we've maybe put it on the blog in the past, but it's just, it's basically what you're saying, Dusty, kind of on a handout um, where you can work through those questions of reflecting on the school year, paying attention to where you really sensed God's presence, or maybe where it was hard for you to sense his presence. And then thinking through, okay, how do I put that reflection into a plan that God might be leading me into in order to keep growing with him uh, this summer? And so we might do that. We've been creating a little uh, resource for you on TikTok and Instagram of how to um, basically apply what we're talking about. Um, and so may- we might do that for, for that TikToker reel. Uh, well, hey, as we wrap up this series on our relationship with God, Dusty, I feel like you're really good at giving a challenge or word of encouragement, right? Just like I said before, Greek heavy dad, you have that like voice of gentle wisdom, but I think you can also really give good challenges. When I've heard Dusty preach before, I'm like, Ooh, that's a good challenge. Um, so I'd love to hear like, do you have maybe a challenge or word of encouragement uh, for Greeks? Sure. How about we get crazy? I'll give you one of each. Yes. Love it. All right. Let's see. A word of encouragement. Um, I think I would say, like we're saying, take some time to reflect, make a plan, try to stick with it, but don't do it to try to earn a grade Mm. or a paycheck from God. It's just an encouragement to remember who God really is, right? He's not our professor. He's not our employer. He's a loving father uh, and we're his children. So I think as you're thinking about a plan, I think it might be easy to kind of get into that school or work mentality. So try to avoid that if you can, is the encouragement. And just remember who God is, that he's a loving father um, and that this is meant to grow a relationship and not to earn a grade or a paycheck. So Mm, That's good. I think that's word of encouragement and a challenge. Um, Try to stick with it make a plan. And I challenge you to really try to stick with it. Um, a shout out to, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but uh, just to the local church, uh, either if you're back at home for the summer, or even if you're in a new place, there are great local churches all over. So try it out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's a rhythm for, for you already on campus. Um, but yeah, for the summer, it's a great time, whether you're back home or you're somewhere else to uh, pursue God in community with a local body of believers, again, to pursue that uh, with staying connected with your friends in your chapter, your chapter ministry, or, you know, with Greek IV. So make a plan, stick with it. And here's the challenge, maybe specifically is if you have a, a quote unquote bad day, or you have a day or two where you don't stick with your plan, um, and maybe you don't think about God, or you get distracted, don't let it turn into two bad days or a week or a month or the whole summer. You know, I think we may beat ourselves up and say, Oh, I've already like the new year's resolution, right? That what maybe lasts a week. Try not to treat it that way. That if you go in and you're trying to stick with the plan, remember grace, remember the gospel, mm-hmm. there's love and forgiveness. God loves us the same, whether we stick with these plans or not, he knows we're not going to keep them perfectly. He's not asking us to, but try. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, don't beat yourself up and let one distracted day turn into a distracted summer. 
Mm-hmm. There you go. That's good. I love that. Don't let one distracted day turn into dis- a distracted summer. That yes, we can rest in God's grace when we do kind of get off kilter um, and get back up and try again. So yeah, that's, right. that's good. I will say one thing, you know, as we were talking and I thought this might be kind of fun. Um, I think we're going to do a giveaway attached to this episode um, for the whole season. So stay tuned on our social media, but there's a really great book also that I think could be helpful um, to you all as you try to keep growing in your faith this summer and put into practice what we've been talking about this season. It's called the Spiritual Disciplines Handbook. um, And it's by a woman named Adele Calhoun. It's so great because like you can just literally pick anywhere in uh, the book where you want to start. There's a section on prayer, a section on scripture, on community, and each like discipline is a couple pages long. Um, And so it's just a really great, oh, Dusty is going to hold it up to the camera, which I I had to find my copy. Great book. I love it. I don't don't know if you can see it, but there you go. There it is. Yep. He's got a copy. I mean, mine has all these sticky notes jammed in it. Of like places that, you know, I've kept so that I remember to go back to them, but it's just such a great little reference guide, um, really accessible. Um, and a, it'd be a great thing to just check out for the summer to try things out and experiment. So I think we're going to do a giveaway on that book. Um, Dusty though, I, now I think this is maybe the most important moment of this episode, maybe of it's the been whole kill- It's been killing season. you, hasn't it? A little bit, it's been killing you. a little bit. I've been thinking about that riddle in the back of my mind. So I'm ready for it. Do you remember the riddle? Um, oh my gosh, cows and chickens. It's like you cows and chickens. You have 30 right. cows and 28 chickens. 30 what cows. Doesn't 28 chickens close. How many didn't? How many didn't? The answer is 10, Allison. I don't get it. Say it I again. I didn't think me. you would I didn't think you would. Thanks a lot. What is no, that? No mean? offense. No offense. <laughs> Uh, a Clemson Greek Ivy student told us this riddle uh, at a leadership retreat back in the day, and it took me like days. <laughs> and he just let it sit, I think. Yeah. 30 cows, 20, 20, eight. 20, 20 of them, eight, eight chickens. chickens. Like eat, eight. Yes. So how many, how many cows did not eat chickens? 10 cows, Allison. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh I'm sorry, and you're welcome. I knew it was going to be one of those stupid plan word things. Well, yes. gosh, thanks for keeping me on my toes today, Dustin. You asked for it. I, I did. It's true. I did ask for it. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for being our guest. It was so great having you on. And uh, to, to our audience, thank you so much for joining us for this season. Again, go back and re-listen to episodes. If you um, really are sensing that God wants you to grow in prayer, go back and listen to the episode on prayer. Um, also, gosh, our past season was all about sex and dating that we did in the fall. So maybe God is kind of bringing to your attention ways that he wants you uh, to think about your relationship. So go back to last season and check that out as well. Um, and we'll have a few bonus episodes throughout the summer. We started kind of a new little bonus series called Greek stories, where it's simply stories of Greeks just like you and how they encountered God in their fraternity and sorority. So make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast uh, so that you don't miss out on some of these really great bonus episodes over the summer. And if you aren't connected to Greek IV on your campus and you want to be, make sure to go uh, to our website, greekiv.org, fill out a contact card and we'll get in touch with you. And as always, Follow us on Instagram at Greek IV and TikTok at Greek University. And 
gosh, we'll have bonus episodes, but we'll let you know what our new season is of the Greek and Christian podcast. The Greek and Christian podcast is produced by Greek InterVarsity, a nonprofit college ministry for fraternity and sorority students. Our ultimate vision is to see every fraternity and sorority connected to a community of Greek Christians so that every Greek is just one friend away from knowing and following Jesus. To learn more, find a community on campus or partner with us. Visit greek.intervarsity.org.